every day, over 350,000 new variations of malware hit the web. And while most organizations have attempted to mitigate these attacks, many antivirus and firewall technologies that worked in the past are no longer effective. Rocket IT helps you identify and update outdated technologies and processes that put your business at risk. To learn more about how Rocket IT can help protect your organization, click the link in this episode's description. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Thrive, y'all. I'm your host, Jessica Clayton, and I'm the marketing coordinator here at Rocket IT. Today, I have Charbel Aoun with me. Charbel, thank you so much for your time. Hey, thanks so much for having me, Jessica. So you are the president and founder of the Georgia First Generation Foundation, correct? Yes. And so can you just briefly tell our viewers who may not have ever heard of your organization what you do and kind of, you know, how you kind of came up with the idea to start your foundation? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I was a college sophomore at Georgia State University in 2016. And it was a business competition that the school was sponsoring. And me and a fellow classmate of mine submitted this idea for a nonprofit that supports first generation students, those who are the first in their family to go to college. Mm -hmm. I and my, my very good friend were both first generation students. First in our family, me being Lebanese, him from a Mexican family. Mm -hmm. And when we started this, I guess, business pitch, we didn't realize that there was so much interest, especially at a time when there weren't as many resources provided for first-generation students. Mm -hmm. So with that business pitch, we turned it into a student club. And a few years later, when I graduated Georgia State in 2018, kind of broadened this idea of this student club to be an actual nonprofit. Mm -hmm. And now we are supporting about five or so high schools. If not, (laughs) we're definitely growing for sure, but we're supporting high schools in Gwinnett County and aiming with the the mindset of making these first generation students, these next generation leaders and, and thinkers and having them well prepared for what's I guess, next after high school. Mm -hmm. Wow. So that's really great. So I'm pretty sure you guys get to kind of interact with a lot of high school students. And Mm -hmm. can you kind of talk about how do you kind of help guide those students? So do you sponsor students or do you kind of mentor? Yeah. So a lot of it is very mentorship based. This, the sort of model that we kind of mirror this after is sort of being a mediary between both the high schools and I guess the organization as a whole. So we try to provide as many different resources, different opportunities to network with other high school students and to learn from leaders from so many different fields and kind of giving them that opportunity to connect with these people, especially when it's that big brother, big sister mentality that a lot of these first generation students don't have. Mm -hmm. I think that's what makes this organization different from others that support these students just because we want to give them that one-on-one connection that a lot of students tend to feel that they don't get, mm-hmm. especially when when they are these pioneers, as we like to call them, those that don't know what they're trying to get or mm-hmm. seek after. 
And so when you were going through your journey, you did mention that you were a a first generation college student yourself. Mm -hmm. And so did you ever have any mentors along your journey to help you? Or did you kind of say, hey, you know, I think that this will be a great idea. And I Mm -hmm. think that, you know, if if I had that type of a resource, then, you know, that could take you so much further. Right. I think that's a question that I still think about to this day, (laughs) to be honest with you. The reason I think for starting this organization was the fact that there, for for me, there was a a lack of mentors, Mm -hmm. uh, truly and honestly, those that couldn't connect with me on a way that so many others, you know, could, in a sense, you know, being the first to go to college is, is, is an achievement in itself. And lots of students should recognize that they should be proud of that. And by providing this sort of big brother, big sister mentorship, gives the students the confidence to want to pursue that education. Mm -hmm. And I think if I had that sort of, I guess, presence when I was a high school senior, not, I mean, I would, I don't want to say I didn't have any, I would say that, you know, I had so many counselors and and so many family members that were that moral support, Mm -hmm. but sometimes those students want that connection of, okay, this person went on the same path that I want to see. What did they struggle with? What did they seek after? What what things did they specifically apply for? You know, mm-hmm. and I think by making those connections, because that's what our organization is all about, these connections between students and those that were students. Mm-hmm. I think that's something that has been so helpful to these high school students that have now gone to college and, and have done so many things afterwards. How many volunteers do you have who are being mentors? And then how many mentees do you usually have? And that's been the biggest difficulty here. With with being a new organization, lots of students want these resources. Mm -hmm. The good thing is that we have the students that are willing to support these. We have students or mentors that are willing to support these students. The difficult part is trying to get these students to to match right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we're helping about three or four high schools and that translates to about like 120 to 150 high school students which three four years ago it was only 30 students exponential growth it's That's good growth it's it's amazing growth yeah. what makes it difficult though is finding those mentors that you know have graduated high school that want to give back, but they don't know where they could or how they could. Mm -hmm. And our goal is to try to seek these sorts of mentors that want to support these high school students. Mm -hmm. So our, our model is in a sense that we have about 15 team members to 150, you know, high school students. It's a, it's a big ratio, believe Mm -hmm. it or not. But I think what makes it really pow- powerful is that we have extremely dedicated, you know, team members here. That'll make these, are, these are stu- these are mentors that literally go above and beyond what mm-hmm. they do to to support these high school students. From all the marketing that we do to trying to find you know fundraising opportunities to support you know scholarships and programming, to even our coordinators that work one on one with the students directly. Mm-hmm. These team members. I, I don't think our nonprofit would be where we are today without the dedication of these team members. Wow, that's amazing. That's yeah. always what you kind of want, especially when you're giving back to, you know, 
children or college students or high school students who don't know what they don't know. You know, exactly. it's, it's great to have quality people to fill in those gaps mm-hmm. and to kind yes. of give some guidance. That's it's, great. It's, it's almost that sort of, I guess, image of I would rather have four quarters than a hundred pennies. Mm-hmm. Right. So it, I'm really, I'm really proud of our team. I truly am. <laughs> and then what kind of events or programs do you kind of have throughout your year to kind of, you know, get mentors and mentees together or even that your organization participates outside of that mentorship program? Yeah, absolutely. Every year around first generation college week, which tends to be about November 8th to November 15th, like mm-hmm. around that sort of area, we tend to host a first generation symposium or summit. It's a conference where we invite all of our high school students that we work with to a space where they get to connect one-on-one with students from so many different high schools Mm -hmm. and learn from literally industry experts, from business consulting to attorneys to IT and, and those in IT fields and kind of give them that sort of push towards this is where you could be let's give you the steps to get you in that sort of direction mm-hmm. and, and think from, you know, think from these industry experts on what's, what are the next steps to get there? Mm-hmm. We've been doing this for about three, four years now, and I'm really excited to see where we take this summit. I know we recently are working with UNG to host it. So mm-hmm. It's it's amazing how far we've come. That's great. Well, I hope that it, it does continue to gain traction and get, yes. you know, so that you can have maybe a thousand high school students someday. Of course, that's oh, always the goal absolutely. to just keep growing and helping and providing those resources. For sure. For sure. And so speaking of that symposium. What do you see coming down the line for your organization? And then do you have any big goals that you want to hit either for the end of this year or even looking towards longer term? For sure. Some of our short term goals truly and honestly come from this idea of getting more mentors. So we hope to grow our team to about 30 or 35 by the end of this year, Mm -hmm. which I think it's possible with how many students are dedicated to this cause. I'll say that lots of our seniors in high schools have been starting to want to give back and have this direct connection now between our organization that they want to come straight from high school and become volunteers, which I think is phenomenal. That's amazing. Yeah. And and some of these long-term goals will be to reach more high schools. Mm-hmm have enough funding in place and fundraisers in place to where we can start giving back scholarships. Mm-hmm. Our pillars, if you will, are success, service, and scholarship. How do we make these students prepared academically? How do we make them prepared from a social setting and the, the experiences outside of the classroom? Mm-hmm. But then how do we give them that scholarship, that finance, that that monetary and non-monetary pursuance of education. And Mm -hmm. that's what we try to focus in the long term as well. That's great. Wow. That that is great. Those pillars are very, very strong. And Mm -hmm. I feel like you have a good foundation to kind of help high school students say, hey, I want to be a part of this after 
I graduate. I want to just go ahead and pour it right back in. Exactly. And help the next generation. I think the best story is that we have a student who was a who was a senior last year. She was the president of her chapter at her Mm -hmm. high school. And now she oversees the operations of our nonprofit. Oh, that's great. So to see that full circle, Mm -hmm. I want to be able to see that in so many other volunteers. So Mm -hmm. we're definitely surprised there. It's got to be a proud moment. Yes. (laughs) I know, right? I want to kind of switch gears just for a second. And I know congratulations are in order because you are a finalist in the emerging entrepreneur category for the Gwinnett County Gwinnett Chamber of Commerce Small Business Awards. And so can you just kind of describe what being nominated for that award means? And just to kind of say, hey, your Chamber of Commerce sees the work that you're doing in the community and they want to really recognize you for that. I I think it goes without saying that if it weren't for this nomination, sometimes we don't get the recognition that we deserve. And lots of people have told me we stay we we stay humbled by that, right? Mm-hmm. We kind of don't see the recognition as as a checkpoint, but rather as a stepping stone, right? Mm-hmm. The community sees that we're doing work with these high school students. The community sees that we're making these students future leaders. So now what's the next step? Mm-hmm. I, I am truly humbled with this recognition, but I think it keeps me accountable of, we still have a lot more work to do. And mm-hmm. I know that the Gwinnett Chamber sees it as recognition. And I know that Gwinnett County sees it as recognition. I'm very thankful for that because it shows that all the work that we've done is being seen by people and there are mm-hmm. people willing to support us. So it, it means the whole world. It truly does. Well, I'm pretty sure we will leave links in the description box below for when those small business awards are so that people can see if you come away as the first, the actual winner of that category. For sure. And so how can anyone get in contact with your organization for resources if they know anyone or if they want to become a mentor themselves? Absolutely. All that information is located on our website georgiafirstgen.org. So spell out georgiafirstgen.org. And where you'll find, I guess, all those links pertaining to how to be mentors, how to support students. And and even if you want to be our next speaker at some of these monthly events that we hope to host in the near future, we look for it all and we look forward to, to hosting so many of these events in the future as well. Perfect. And so is there anything else you would like to share with our audience today? Quite frankly, it's just the motto that we've been living by since we were a student club. We're making the first generation the next generation. And I really hope that so many take that to heart and kind of push themselves to kind of help these students become the next generation of leaders as well. Very well spoken. Well, Charbel, thank you so much for your time. Again, we're going to make sure to leave links in our description box below so that people can get in contact with you. And for everyone else, this concludes another episode of Thrive, y'all. Have a great day. 